Well, hey there, it's Matt, and welcome to Wednesday Night Whenever, uh, the podcast that brings you into our student ministry here, Watson Baptist Church. And welcome to a wet and windy Wednesday night. Um, it, it is storming as as I'm speaking outside, but um, we had a great Wednesday night uh, as as we gathered together to once again, you know, get back to basics, right? And we uh, we had a second week looking at prayer, and uh, and this week we we looked at types of prayer that we that are found in Scripture, and you know, and there was a neat acronym that that um, that I taught and uh, called Acts. And it spells out four types of prayer that we that we uh, find in Scripture, and types of prayer that we are to use in our prayer life as we as we talk to God daily. And so I hope this is beneficial for you, because you know, um, you know, sometimes when we think of prayer, you know, we can make it hard or confusing. And so, um, and, and and that's that's in in the walk of any Christian. Sometimes we forget what prayer is, or we forget. Um, you know just how simple prayer is that it simply is talking to God but there are types of prayer that we are meant to to um, to use daily in our prayer life and so you know like I said you know, I, I really hope this is beneficial I hope you enjoy this and take this to heart um, you know my prayer always uh, is that is that um, God can use me and and speak through me you know because it's not my words it's his and so that's my prayer. Um, you know, tonight, as 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 I as I was able to to teach this to our students, and and as you're listening to it as well. But I hope you uh, hope you enjoy this. Um, and so I'm gonna stop talking. And so let's just go ahead and rewind it back to Wednesday night. All right, hey guys, glad y'all are here again. What's like I said, you know, I know the weather's bad, but I'm so glad y'all could be here tonight. Um, and look, I, I do, I just wanted, and I wrote this actually, and, um, but I just wanted to tell you from, from the top just how, how blessed I've been having all of y'all here week in, week out. Um, you know, it truly does touch my heart to, to see y'all's commitment, uh, you know, because the thing is, it's proof that you want to be here, t- especially on a night like tonight, you know, it, it's, it's proof that you want to know God deeper, that you want to worship Him, that you, that you want to understand Him more and, and have a want to, to give Him your time tonight and come together with, with other believers uh, who are in like mind with you. Because remember, you know, like I've said, our choices dictate a lot of the time, you know, what the desires of our hearts are. So for your choice in, in being here tonight... Uh, to study God's word and worship him, it shows a, a, a desire for God and a desire to be amongst other believers. So keep it up. I just wanted to encourage y'all tonight, you know, from the top, just keep it up. You know, y'all, y'all are amazing and it, and it does bless my heart and, and obviously God's as well that y'all are here tonight in this place. So I'm proud of you guys. And so just, just I just want to encourage y'all to, to keep it up. Um, you know, so, so tonight we, we continue on the journey that we started a couple weeks back. Looking at why we believe what we believe, um, you know, going going back to basic basic Christian theology, and you know, when we started looking at faith, what faith is, and and you know that faith is is knowing that there's a God who created you, who loves you infinitely, um, you know that God exists and that He's working in your life, whether seen or unseen. It's faith is it's, it's trusting Him and trusting in Him, knowing He's there. Um, you know, and, and that faith that we have is what we build everything else on top of. 
Um, so faith, you know, obviously, it's, it's vastly important. You know, we're saved by faith. You know, we're motivated to live for God by our faith, through our faith. Our lives are to be lived by faith, like those in Hebrews chapter 11 that we examined. You know, a, a, major, a major way that we, that we live out our faith or prove our faith in God is, is by prayer and the existence, having, having a prayer life. And, and prayer like faith is a foundational part of, of, of the Christian faith. So, uh, and remember what we looked at last week with prayer, it's, it's simply talking to God. It's communicating with our Father in Heaven. That's, that's, what, that's what prayer is. You know, it's talking to Him. It, it's going out, it's reaching out and talking to Him, but it's also listening. You know, it's listening to what He has to say. It's communication. Just like with any, any earthly relationship that we have. You know, uh, when we're doing highs and lows, when we're talking to one another in the game, when we're, when we're just speaking to one another, that's, that's what it is. You know, it's communicating. It's, it's talking and listening. Well, that's what prayer is. Only, you know, that's, it's, it's with God, right? And so uh, that's, that's simply what prayer is. And then Jesus, we looked at last week, you know, Jesus, he shows us how we are to pray. He lays it all out for us, and I love it. You know, and that's what we looked at last week in the two main points that Jesus laid out on how we are to pray. Remember, two types of people that, that we're not to be in our prayer life. Number one, don't be a hypocrite. Don't be a hypocrite. Jesus said that the hypocrites, they love to stand out in the synagogues. They love to uh, stand on street corners and, and, and pray just to be seen. You know, the whole reason for prayer is to be seen and noticed by other people. Uh, you know, not by God. You know, they want to be seen as better than or holier than thou. You know, basically their prayer life is all about appearances and appearing holy. You know, they had, it's them with their church mask on. Remember, you know, hypocrite in the time of Jesus was a term for an actor, a pretender. So someone who is a hypocrite is pretending to be somebody they're not. And if we're not careful, we can fall into that trap, especially when it comes to prayer. You know, I, I know I've been in restaurants before, and I, I have fallen into that trap. You know, to pray, you know, just simply praying for my food. Say, oh, you know, maybe somebody will see me and notice me. Sometimes we can all fall into that trap as believers. So Jesus says, hey, don't be a hypocrite when it comes to prayer. And number two, don't be a babbler, right? Jesus said, don't be like the babblers who just want to impress with fancy words. And I'm pretty sure that's a paraphrase, but it's, but it's all the same. You know, we don't need to babble on to God. You know, we, need, we don't need, you know, in our prayer life or when we're praying, in, maybe praying for people in public or praying, you know, for people with people. You know, we don't need to use all these big fancy words. Um, you know, because the thing is, you know, God knows what we need and he, and he, he wants to hear from us. But we need to be authentic when we pray. You know, no, no big fancy words are needed. You know, pr- prayer is a, is a matter of the heart, motivated by a heart that loves God and wants to spend time with Him. And so, and so know what Jesus is saying here, that we need to be unseen and authentic in our prayer life. Prayer is, is, is a direct communication between us and the Creator of the universe, and we should treat it as such. You know, like, like Luke shared this morning uh, in FCA, you know, we need to take prayer seriously, just like we need to take God seriously. We need to take our faith seriously. You know, prayer, prayer is something that I feel as believers that we really don't take seriously a lot of the time. We don't. We don't. We just, we just think prayer is, you know, it's just, you know, just talking or, or something that, that we have to do. But prayer is not, it's not just something we have. It's something that we should want to do, Right? Because it is mind-blowing to think about what prayer actually is. It is a direct line. It is direct communication with the creator of everything. 
We get to talk to the creator of the universe whenever and wherever we want. I mean, that's mind-blowing. That's amazing. And it should be treated seriously. We should be taking prayer more seriously as believers. Because I just don't, I, sometimes we don't. You know, sometimes I think we can just kind of shrug it off and say, oh yeah, I'll pray. But it's so important. It's so important. It's amazing. And so now we've seen what prayer is and even how we are to pray. You know, Jesus, he, he gives us the Lord's Prayer, that model prayer that we, that we can look and, and model our prayers after. Um, but, this week, but this week, I want to dive into the types of prayer. You know, because there are, there are types of prayer that we see in Scripture, and we're going to look at it, and we're going to look at it at the form of Acts. And no, we're not going to be studying the book of Acts, unfortunately. <laughs> that's like, you know, that's my favorite book. But, um, but we will be, um, actually, you know, we are going to be in Acts in a few weeks, and I'm really, I'm really pumped up for that. But, uh, but no, we're going to be looking at four types of prayer seen in Scripture, and it actually it spells out Acts. Uh, what are those things called? Uh, acronym. Acronym, that's what it is. Yeah, it's an acronym. I love acronyms. Do you all like acronyms? No. You don't? No? I, I, I love acronyms. Really? Well, that's Sean. There you go. That's what an acronym is. A- acronym. So, so we have the word ACTS, right? A-C-T-S. Well, tonight, tonight that acronym, it spells out adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. A-C-T-S. ACTS. So one of the ways that we can think about about prayer is is by the types of prayer. And and these types of prayer, they're fine throughout the Bible. Um, Like our first one. So we have our our A, right? We have adoration. So the first type of prayer that we're looking at is, is adoration. Um, next week it's Valentine's Day, isn't it? It's Valentine's Day. Isn't it next week, the 14th? Anybody excited? I don't have a girlfriend. No? That's like the best wait, time. Wait, wait, wait. Caleb, you don't have a girlfriend. Y'all told me to bring up you my girlfriend. You find that hard to believe? Yes. Y'all forced me to bring up my girlfriend. This guy has a girlfriend every week. I just have a different girlfriend every week. I was in like 30. Well, I'm going to be honest. For, at Valentine's Day, that's like the time not to be in a relationship. I'm going to be honest with you. It's just, Why are you? You don't have to buy anything for anybody. Um, <laughs> that sounds so sad when you put it that way. Um, who's who's anybody excited for Valentine's? Any any big plans? Yeah, girls in the back, right? No big plans. No big champagne. There you go. There you go. I don't know what that is. That sounds that sounds super romantic. You're going on a date with your boyfriend. It's like Galentine and Galentine. That's just a weird thing. Well, um, I'm, I always look forward to the to the day after Valentine's Day because that's when I can go to I can go to Walgreens and get like the half off chocolate, you know. So um, that's that's my favorite time. But uh, but you know it, it's the holiday that you're supposed to spend spend time with the one you love, the one you adore, right? Um, you know, adoring, so adoring somebody or showing somebody adoration is to love them deeply. And so when we, when we talk about and refer to prayers of adoration, you know, it's prayers that, that, that praise God. Praise God uh, for His goodness and, and, and His majesty, His glory. It's prayers of, of deep love for God because of who He is, because of His nature. And, and so we see, we see prayers of adoration throughout the Bible but mostly we, we see them in the book of Psalms. 
You know, the Psalms, you know, David, he had a deep love for God. And, and I love reading them because you can, just, you can just feel the adoration that he had for God. Um, and, it's, and so, uh, like for instance, Psalm, Psalms, uh, Psalm 111, uh, verses 1 through 10. He says, Hallelujah, I will praise the Lord with all my heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The Lord's works are great, studied by all who delight in them. All that He does is splendid and majestic. His righteousness endures forever. He has caused His wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He has provided food for those who fear Him. He remembers His covenant forever. He has shown His people the power of His works by giving them the inheritance of the nations. The works of His people are truth and justice. All His instructions are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever, enacted in truth and in, and in uprightness. Uprightness. He has sent redemption to his people. He has ordained his covenant forever. His name is holy and awe inspiring. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and all who follow his instructions have good insight. His praise endures forever. I love reading the you know David's Psalms that that he writes just just praising God for who he is. Because sometimes I think we can get caught up in in. Um, in the next, we're going to, we're going to look at prayers and supplication in a minute, but we just get caught up in, in asking for God, you know, asking God for things. You know, we don't, I, I feel like sometimes we don't spend a lot of time just praising God and adoring Him, you know, praying and, and saying, God, you're just, you're just amazing. You know, you're, you're glorious. And so we can, we can kind of forget that. But, uh, but, but David here, he, he knew what it meant to, to praise God through his prayer life. You know, David, a man after God's own heart, he loved praising God through prayers of adoration. And that's and we're to model this, you know. We we are to praise God and worship Him for His goodness, you know. And and, and actually, in the model prayer, the Lord's prayer, uh, you know, Jesus he he instructs His followers how to pray. And right at the beginning, you know, right at the beginning, we see in in, in the Lord's prayer, you know, you see that you see that prayer honoring God for His holiness, praising His name. And so, as we worship Him, you know, whether that's you know through times of worship where we worship Him in song, or whether it, whether it's like you know, in our personal like Bible study time, when maybe we're writing out our prayers, um, you know, you know, we have to make sure that we're we're praising Him. You know, that we are seeking to adore God through our prayers. But but in Matthew chapter six verse nine it says, "Therefore you should pray like this." Jesus says, "Our Father in heaven, Your name be honored as holy." So adore God for His goodness through prayer. Remember that. And next in our. Uh, what is, acronym? That's what it is. Uh, so we have A. So next is C, and uh, it's prayers of confession. Prayers of confession. Now I'm going to be honest with you. Remember, y'all like honesty, right? Or so I've, so I've been told. I'm going to be honest and, and say, for most of us, I know myself included, for a lot of believers, this is going to be the hardest one. This is going to be the hardest one to do. You know, prayers of confession are are the toughest because it comes with admitting that you were wrong. Anybody like to admit that you're wrong? Does anybody like to be told that they are wrong or that, they've, or that they have um, done something bad or that they have done something that is against God's, God's will? I mean, nobody likes to hear that they, they need to change something about themselves. Right? Like, for instance, today, just today, yeah. Only if it's with certain people. Only if, okay, so you, you, you don't mind like if it's certain people, I guess like friends or somebody you trust, that they can with tell you? you trust, if it's just somebody that's that like bumps into you and is like, you need to start looking, like watching out. And you're like, 
I got. Yeah, no, I got you. I under, hey, I understand. Yeah, then then it's like, hey, dude, square up. No, just show, just joking. No, I would, I'd get killed. Um, yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, if it's somebody trust. Which, by the way, I hope you have people in your life that you trust enough that you can say or that they can tell you and you not get offended when they say, hey, you need to change. You know, you, you've done something. You know, you need to you need to kind of think about what what you said, what you did. Um, but yeah, no, thank you. Uh, but yeah, prayers of confession are hard. Yeah, they are. Just today, I was visiting my wife at her school. She teaches at Walker Elementary. And uh, I was walking back, and I, I witnessed this. I, there, there was this teacher kind of far off, and she was looking, like, eyeing me down. And all of a sudden, without taking her eyes off me, she takes her phone out of her pocket, and she gets on the phone. I'm like, she is reporting me. I, I am watching somebody report me to the office. And sure enough, I go up to the office, and... Um, and the office person was like, yeah, we just got a phone call about a guy that was walking, uh, you know, walking in the school. And we're like, that's just Matt. He was visiting his wife, you know. And, but apparently there was something about me that, that, was, that was bad or that looked bad that I probably needed to change. And it was probably the fact that I did not have a visitor's tag on. So, but I felt really bad. You know, I felt that I scared this lady. I think she thought like I was, you know, a child predator or something. That was, that's awful. Nobody wants, to, nobody wants to hear that, you know. Like, hey, you're a creepy guy at a school. So obviously there's something like there's something I need to change there, um, but but yeah, prayers of confession are, are are tough because it 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 admits that that there is something you need to confess that there is something that you did that was wrong and that went against God's will and that you need to confess to Him, admitting that you're not perfect, um, that you messed up. Nobody likes to admit it, um, but but this this may be like the emo, uh, most important type of prayer um, in, in this group because without it there is no salvation. You see, to experience the changing, the life-changing message of the gospel that says God sent His Son Jesus to die for for the sin of all mankind, so that we could spend eternity with Him forever. First, you know, first we believe, right? First we 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 believe the gospel. You know, we we believe the gospel message that Jesus died, that He beat death, and, and that He didn't stay dead, but He rose again, and now He's in heaven. You know, believe that His death paid the sin debt for the whole world. Believe the fact that He died not just for mankind, but for you. And then you confess. You confess that you're a sinner. That you can't save yourself. No matter how good you try to act, no matter how many good deeds you do, that will never get you to heaven. Confess that you need a Savior and His name is Jesus. Romans 10.9, If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And so without confession, there's no salvation. Right? And here's the kicker. Prayers of confession, they don't just happen only once. It's not like one and done, you know, but that's, it's daily, you know, confession in the form of repentance. Turning from our sin requires confessing that we sinned in the first place. It, you know, daily I have to do this. Daily you have to do this as well, you know, because I don't know if I have to tell you this, but I mess up daily. I, I find myself sinning on the, on the, on the reg, right, on the regular, and, and, it's, and, it's, and I have to constantly offer up prayers of confession. Say, God, I'm sorry. You know, I told that dude to square up when he bumped into me. Like, I, you know, that is something I need to confess and, and you know, and apologize for, you know, uh, and I turn from. And so, you know, there's a daily thing because that's, that's what sanctification is, isn't it? You know, our, our need to, to look more and more like, like Jesus Christ, that's our goal. Like, Jesus is the goal. We'll never get there, but he's the goal. You know, he, he is who we're trying to mirror. That doesn't happen without confession. That doesn't happen without re- daily repentance. And so confession is something that's done daily. Not just a, a one-and-done thing at the moment of salvation, but it's a daily thing. 
And, and I love this, you know, but, but the quicker we are to confess, to repent of our sins, God is quick to forgive. Isn't that amazing? Like God doesn't say, well, let's see how you act. You know, let, let's see if you keep messing up and then maybe I'll forgive you. It's, um, it's, uh, it's so amazing that God isn't like us. That he is so much better. He is quick to forgive us because in Christ we are forgiven. 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So if we confess our sins and our shortcomings through prayer, and, and, and you know our Father in heaven is quick to forgive because he is faithful and just. I think this type of prayer can be tough for us sometimes because we try to humanize God in a way. We try to make him one of us, but he's not. He's not like us at all. He is perfect and he is holy and he is righteous. God doesn't hold grudges. He doesn't he doesn't, uh, he's not to be swayed to and fro by his emotions like we are. He is quick to forgive, you know, as we should strive to be. So we need to be quick to confess and repent through prayer because God isn't like us. He is quick to forgive. We should be thankful. We should be thankful to him for his forgiveness, by the way, which brings us to our third type of prayer, and that is prayers of thanksgiving. So the third type of prayer, Thanksgiving. You know, it hit me the other day that I don't eat turkey unless it's Thanksgiving. Is that is that weird? Is that a weird thing? Not really. Christmas, like, maybe? No, we don't eat. No, we have gumbo for Christmas sandwiches. No, I don't. I don't. You're right. I don't. I, really? I don't like. I don't eat turkey unless it's Thanksgiving. I don't eat sliced, sliced turkey. Like I don't eat anything. And I, I guess, I guess, really, it's because I don't even like turkey. Maybe I don't. I don't think I even like turkey, uh, unless it's it's like Thanksgiving. Then, I, then I think I like it. But it's it's weird. I'm weird. I know. But um, Thanksgiving, it's one of those holidays where you think that you know um, you're done being thankful after, right? You're thankful for in Thanksgiving, and then after that, it's just like I'm gonna go on with the rest of my rest of my year. <laughs> yeah, I'm done being thankful. But but Thanksgiving, um, you know, you're thankful like that. You're thankful then, and then and then Christmas comes around, and then it's like, give me all the stuff. It's ironic. But but in our prayer life, we are we are to be thankful to God for for all that He does, for all that He has blessed us with, uh, and, and get this, like no matter what, like no matter what circumstance, um, you know, it, we are to be thankful to God for 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 all that He is doing, all that He's done for us. And I know that's easier said than done sometimes, you know, but we are, to, we are to thank God in all seasons of life. You know, Paul instructs the church in Thessalonica and in us as well as the church in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 through 18. It says, rejoice always, pray constantly, and give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And he uses these all-encompassing words here, the words always, constantly, and everything. And, and, and he says that this is, this is God's will. And really, Paul, he's getting to the heart of the matter here, that because of Jesus and because of what he's done for you, your heart should be full of joy. Full of joy. Full, of, you know, motivated to be in open communication with the Father and, 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 and thankful. And, and thankful to God at all times, in all times. You know, and, and the thing is, in all, in all seasons of life, you know, we, we can be thankful and communicate our thankfulness to God with joy. Because joy is, is, it's not circumstantial. It comes from God and God alone. And when we are thankful 
for God and what He has done and who He is, being joyful is, is easy. You know, having joy comes naturally then. So are you thankful for God tonight? You know, are you thankful that you have a God who would sacrifice His, his Son for you, that you can, so that you can spend eternity with Him? You know, are you, are you thankful for Him? Because the thing is, are, are, you, are you thankful that you have a loving God who has placed you in this place tonight to hear His Word and then give you a chance to respond? I mean, do we take time to just think how thankful that we should be for God and His goodness? And then do we actually take the time to pray and thank Him? You know, thank, thankful prayers, they, they do something, they, they actually change us. They do something amazing in us. They actually change us at our core and, and, they, and they mold us and shape us into, into more thankful people. If we, if we spent more time thanking God in our life, no matter what the circumstance was, at our core, we become more thankful people. It's amazing. You know, that's part of that sanctification process. But a, a prayer of thanksgiving is a prayer that recognizes, that recognizes the good things that God gives us and, and offers thanks for them. You know, our lives, our health, our families, and our faith. That they're important. And then lastly, we have prayers of supplication. Prayers of supplication. And this one's kind of twofold, but prayers of supplication are prayers that lift up requests before God. And you know, like I said, there, there are two sides of supplication. There are, there are personal requests or, or petitions, right? And, and, then, and then there are prayers for other people. So prayers of intercession. So you have, you have petition and intercession. So, and, and petition is bringing your personal requests to God. You know, prayers for yourself, for your needs and your desires. Paul tells us in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer, petition, supplication, um, I'm sorry, through everything, with, uh, prayer, through prayer and petition, and that's, that's the supplication part, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And I feel like this is probably the most common type of prayer in, our, in, you know, in, in a prayer life. You know, to go to God with a request or, um, or maybe pray for our friends' you know, request, pray for them. Or that, un- that, that uh, famous unspoken prayer request, right, that gets offered up a lot. And, um, and, you, and sadly, you know, many, many today, they see God as more of like this cosmic genie, you know, than the creator of the universe, just kind of doling out wishes. Um, but but we, can, we, we have to look at what Paul is saying here, you know, he says, don't worry about anything. Now, it's hard not to worry. And I know there, there are probably some of you here tonight who, even with a group, you know, this, this small, it's, there's probably at least a couple of you here that struggle with worry that struggle with anxiety. And, and, and so Paul, he's saying here, you know, don't worry. You know, now that's easier said than done, right? It's hard not to worry because um, I can be the king of worry. You know, if my wife doesn't answer the phone like after the first, after the first um, you know, ring, then she's, then she's kidnapped. And, and I don't have a certain set of skills like Liam Neeson. I don't. But Paul, he's making it clear that, you know, we can't treat God like our plan Z, but he has, he has to be our plan A. You know, knowing full and aware that God is faithful and that he knows what we need even before we do. And so in all times that we are, we are to go to God in prayer, you know, motivated, by the way, from a thankful heart, you know, um, so as somebody who wants to talk to our Father in heaven, and then we, we request the things that we need. Ask God for... For, for that which you need, and do it, do it with a thankful heart.
You know, thanking God for, hey, you know, thank you for your, your goodness. Thank you that you are faithful. So, uh, you, know, you know, remember, you know, God knows what we need before we do. And so sometimes, and sometimes we don't get the things that we want or ask for, but we end up getting what we need because ultimately that's how God works. You know, he knows the things that we need. Uh, and sometimes he may not give us the things that we want in lieu of the things we need. You know, for instance, you know, I, I truly thought I was going to be a, a children's minister. I thought I was going to be in children's ministry. And, you know, there was a job that had opened up at my, my old church, um, and I, I, I thought it was mine. You know, and I went away for a, a season, you know, lived in another country. And all while I was there, I, I thought God, you know, was going to put me into the children's ministry back home when I got home. You know, because I was like, God, oh, you're preparing me for something, and that's what you're, you're preparing me for. So I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed. And uh, I remember getting home and realizing that they had already filled the position. And I was hard, you know, I was, I was heartbroken. You know, I, I was kind of like a, an intern said, hey, you go do that, go do this. But I was, I was heartbroken because that, that was where I wanted to be. That's where I thought God wanted me to be. And I spent so much time preparing for it. But, it, it, but, but, and then and looking back now, it's, it's, it's perfectly clear. But at the time it wasn't, but God was preparing me for, for a whole, whole, whole nother, a whole nother generation. He was preparing me for a whole nother, a whole nother uh, a group, an older group. He was preparing me for you. You know, so I, I prayed for the job. I didn't get it, but God put me where I needed. You know, and that's why I'm here. S- six years ago, by the way, in March, you know, in March, I'll, I'll be at Watson Baptist Church six years, and it's, that's so awesome to think about. But, but see, God knew, you know, He knew what I wanted, but, but He gave me, He gave me what I needed. And, that's, and that's, that's what God does. He gives you what you need. <laughs> And so, and so the second part of that is, is prayers of, of intercession. And that is praying on behalf of somebody else. You know, praying for somebody. There are so many people in all of our lives who need to be prayed for and prayed with. You know, um, sometimes people, they just don't know what to pray for. And maybe, you've, maybe you have, have seen that. Maybe you've noticed that, you know, in your life that you've come across, you know, people who just don't know what to pray for. They, they, are, they are just so hurt. Or so broken, or they just don't have the words, and they don't know what what to pray for, and so that's where you can step in and say, "Hey, I will pray with you. I will pray for you." You know, I know there have been t- you know times during during loss and heartache where I've simply just just prayed with people. You know, maybe it was after loss of a loved one. You know, maybe uh, I remember at camp like four years ago when sadly one of our students who was at camp with us their mother their mother had passed away back home, and so I. I you know, all I could do was just hold him and pray with him. It was one of the hardest things I've ever had had to do as as a youth minister, and it's it's just one of those moments where you don't have the words, you don't know what to say, you don't even know what to pray, but simply just be there and 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 hold them and and let the Holy Spirit pray on your behalf. I mean, and and, and it's 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 insane. And actually, Scripture says that in times where we don't have the words or know what to say, that the Holy Spirit does just that. It intercedes for us on our behalf and prays for us. I love that, don't you? Romans 8, verse 26, in the same way the Spirit also helps us in our weakness. Because we do not know what to pray for, uh, pray for as we should, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with inexpressible groanings. 
You know, back in the times of the Old Testament, you know, there were the, the high priests, right? And, and their job, they were basically the middlemen. You know, their job was to take the, the, the sins of the community and, and act as, yeah, the middlemen between the people and God. And, and they, would, they would offer the sacrifice for the community to God, and they would do that once a year. And so, and so they interceded on behalf of the people. Well, today we don't, need, we don't have a need for high priests anymore you know, because, because Jesus was the last of that line, and he was the perfect high priest. He was the only one needed. And so, um, and, and actually, this is like one of my favorite verses in all of Hebrews. And it actually says that Jesus intercedes for us in heaven. He prays for us to the Father. Hebrews chapter 7, verses 24 and 25. But because he remains forever, that is Jesus, he holds his priesthood permanently. Because all the other priests died. You know, spoilers. But they were, they were, they were mortals. They all died. Jesus didn't. He, well, he died, but he came back, right? And so he holds his priesthood permanently. And it says, therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him, since he always lives to intercede for them. I love that so much. He's live, he lives to pray for us. He intercedes for us to the Father. That's, that, I mean, you have Jesus in heaven who is praying for you. Isn't that remarkable? Doesn't that give you hope? I, I truly hope it does. Jesus is in heaven praying for you. I don't know about you, but that just fills me with hope. And prayer does that, by the way. Prayer is hope-filled and motivated by our faith. Prayer is so important in our lives as followers of Christ because it flows from the fact that we have a loving Father in heaven um, who gave everything for us. And so as we come to a close tonight, I hope that you see prayer in a new light. You know, that, that you know what prayer is and that it's simply just talking to God. You know, there, that, that we have a need to talk to God and to listen to Him. That we are to approach God humbly, unseen by man, and talk to God like we would talk to anybody. That we, would, we, we can talk to Him and be our, our authentic selves. That we're just to be ourselves when we, when we pray and communicate with our Heavenly Father. You know, our God desires authentic love from our authentic selves. And our prayers are to be prayers of adoration, confession, thankfulness, and supplication. There are other types of prayers, by the way, found in Scripture, um, like prayers of lament, you know, prayers of sadness. We see that in the Psalms as well from, from David. But, but we can remember acts, right? You know, because, because, by the way, prayer is an action. You know, prayer, you have to, you have to act it out. You have to do it as well. And do it consistently. But I hope in your small group time, and I know you don't have a lot of time, but I hope in your small group time that you can have an honest discussion on these types of prayers and then even put them into practice tonight. But there has to be a response to all of this. You know, now that you know what prayer is, you know, now you have all this knowledge, and so you have to do something with it. So I truly hope that as believers that you have a prayer life, that it exists, you know, that it's something that you... You just that, that you don't put off doing. Because it is talking to God and it is motivated by a heart that, that yearns for God, that loves Him. And so if, if there's no communication there, maybe you need to ask yourself, do I truly love God? Because a heart that is changed, you know, by, by the gospel, a heart that is that that is new, because as as believers, you know, when we have that moment of salvation, we are a new creation. We are made new. We have new wants, new desires, and they're God's. And so if, if there's not a heart for God, if, there's not, if you don't have a heart that says, I want to talk to him daily, then 
you may need to you may need to check your heart and ask yourself, am I saved? Do I truly love God? But there needs to be there has to be a response tonight. So what will your response be? Pray with me. Father, just thank you so much for for tonight, God. God, God, you're 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 amazing. I just I thank you so much for for just for who you are, God, for for your love. God, for loving us, even when we mess up, even when we, even when we sin, God, you are still there waiting, God, to, to take us back. And so, Father, I do pray that, that we can know that tonight, that even in times where we feel unlovable, that we are loved by you. But God, help us remember what prayer is, that it's simply talking, talking to you, just like I'm talking to you now, God. Just, it, prayer is, is at its simplest, it is communicating with you and so, Father, just give us the, the, um, the, the boldness to be able to, to pray, you know, and give us the want and the heart to want to do it regularly, you know, to praise you with prayers of adoration, God, uh, to do the hard parts, God, and that's prayers of confession, confessing the, the fact that, that we've messed up, that we have sinned and fallen short of your glory because, God, the truth is we have, but prayers of confession and repentance need to happen. God, to, to look more and more like you. And then, God, we need to be praying and thanking you as well for, for who you are, for, for um, you know, just the fact of, of, your, of who you are, for your love, God, for the many things that you do for us. We need to be thanking you. God, and then, and, and, and then, and then just know that we can bring our requests to you, Father, that we can pray and petition you, God, for the needs that we have in our life and in the lives of others, praying for others on on their behalf, God, also interceding for them, Father. But God, help us remember prayer and, and, the, and just the vast importance that it is to us, God. But I pray over these small groups that they can have some, some, um, some honest conversation, Father, about prayer. But we love you and we thank you. So just be with us now in your name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all are dismissed. Well, I hope you enjoyed that, and um, and I hope you know now that um, you know there are four types of, of prayer we see in Scripture. You've got the uh, ad- prayers of adoration, right, praising God for you know just in, you know adoring Him, loving Him. Prayers that 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 are, are praising Him for who He is, for His nature. You know, prayers of confession, those tough types of prayers where where we are to confess to God. Um, you know, the times that we have, have sinned and fallen short, um, you know, confessions that, that, that are, that are in nature repenting, you know, repentance that, which is needed for, um, for, for salvation and for sanctification, right? Um, you know, we are to confess our sins in knowledge that we need a savior. And so that happens when we are saved at the moment of salvation. And then, for that that continuation, um, you know, the continuing of uh, continuation of trying to look more and more like Jesus Christ, you know, that is that process of sanctification, where God molds us and shapes us more into into Christ's likeness, and we do that when by confession, you know, even though it's hard, even though it's tough, you know, we do need to confess to God the times we have the times we have failed, so that we can repent and and uh, and turn and turn back to Him. And then, um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember the acronym, <laughs> prayers of thankfulness, thanking, you know, prayers thanking God for who he is, for what he's done, no matter what season of life that we're in. We are to pray continually with th- thankfulness and joy. And then, 
and then obviously you know um, you know there's the the prayers of supplication which is prayers of, of um, intercession prayers on others behalf and then the the prayers of petition right um, you know requesting of God and you know just giving God our requests uh, and what we need so uh, yeah, I hope you remember this because you know when we think of prayer, sometimes we just think of like, oh, it's just talking to God. Well, it is, but but there's so much more about prayer that we are to understand and do as believers. Remember that acronym ACTS, and it's you know because prayer is an action, right? You know, prayer is something that we do and that we're supposed to do as believers. But I hope you enjoy it. I hope you take this to heart. Remember, if you like this, share this with somebody in your life. Share this with somebody who needs to hear it. Um, and, and you can subscribe to, to our podcast anywhere, wherever you listen to it. And, and like us as well. Give us some, give us some, um, some good feedback as well if you enjoy this. But uh, as always, you know, I, I appreciate, you, appreciate you for taking time to, to listen and to hang out with us um, on, on, our, on our Wednesday night. You know, whenever and wherever you happen to be. But we'll see you next week. So take care and have a great week.